All right, another episode of the Daily Podcast with me, Eric B. I had fun doing the last podcast where I was talking about the haunted Disneyland experience that someone said, hey, Eric, we live in San Francisco, and I know there's a lot of ghost stories in San Francisco. There is. If you guys follow me on my YouTube channel, I did a couple of haunted places here in San Francisco, but today... I'm going to break down the top 12 haunted places to visit in San Francisco. So we'll talk about this on the other side of the break. So let's get this started. Welcome everyone. It's the daily podcast and I'm your host, Eric B. Loving all this little mysterious ghost things that we're talking about. I had fun doing the Disneyland ghost one. A lot of you guys enjoyed that one. This one is from my friend Raul on Instagram who reached out to me and said, Hey Eric, I know you do a lot of um, vlogs and you talk a lot about ghost stories on your, your vlogs on your YouTube channel, but can we do a podcast? Can you do a podcast about haunted areas in San Francisco? I'm going to play some music in the background. This one not scary. The last one was someone said, hey, that was a little creepy. Can you play something else? So this one's called Asian Meditation Music, 101 Songs for Yoga, Sleep, and Spa Relaxation. We'll just play this in the background as we read We read the article that I got. So this article is from GoldenGateHotel.com. And if you visit San Francisco, if you want to visit San Francisco, this website has history facts of san francisco you guys can follow and you guys can read so we are going to talk about the 12 haunted places to visit in san francisco so let's go by reading and i'm not going to go i'm going to go down the list i'm not going to go from top to bottom like i did in the disneyland one and this one i'm going to touch base talk to you about my personal history if i ever visited i did visit some of these places so i'll talk about my personal history then but the first one they have on this list, Alcatraz. Alcatraz is a creepy, creepy place. For everyone who knew, Alcatraz was a prison here in San Francisco. And it was a, was it a leper colony for a while? So they, they put a lot of Native Americans there for a while as well. So it's an iconic landmark here in San Francisco. And for us visitors to go there we want to go there for the historical facts of alcatraz because it's a rock right in the middle of the bay here in san francisco but also a lot of ghost hunters has gone there and checked that place out no familiar ghosts you know all they're hearing is voices and footsteps when visitors come from there there's a little tugging on a jacket but if you're already freaked out for a ghost or you're already thinking of a ghost then the ghost might be behind you in your head, in your mind, you are waiting for that ghost to pop up. But Alcatraz is one of them. The next one on the list, Stowe Lake. One of the best known ghostly sightings at Golden Gate Park is the Lady in White. It's called the White Lady here, but that's not politically correct. So I'm going to call her the Lady in White. The story goes that more than 100 years ago, a woman lost her baby in the lake and went in after her 
only not to return. And at night, there's reporting of her crying, looking for her baby. Now, I mentioned this before. I talked about this before in my vlog. 1800s, that's when this supposedly happened. Somewhere in the 1800s. Golden Gate Park was built in 1895. Um, so I would think, I would think a lot of the people that lived around Golden Gate Park, the families that lived there who had children, use this as a don't go there or the lady in white is going to haunt you. The story is right. The story is correct that she lost her baby. I did a whole vlog about that before I went around Golden Gate Park or around Stowe Lake. I was looking for the lady in white. I was even enticing her to come out. I was telling her, hey, come out. Come check me out. Come here. I'm here. She wouldn't come out. She wouldn't come out. So the story does go that she did lose her baby in the lake. And if you've ever been to Stowe Lake, I don't think it's that deep. The water's dirty. Back then, it could have been clean, but now the water is green and dirty. It's recycled water, so I don't know. Yeah, but that's one of the haunted stories here in San Francisco. Stowe Lake, Golden Gate Park. The next one, the Neptune Society, a columbarium. The large dome building has its burial since 1898. So it's a cremation area here in the Richmond District. A lot of people can see, see it from a distance. It used to be part of the old cavalry cemetery. So when the Richmond district, before they moved all the bodies to Coma, the Richmond district used to be one big cemetery. And somewhere in the late 1800s, early 1900s, they decided to move all the bodies to Coma because San Francisco was being established to be a big major city. So a lot of people decided, you know what? Let's just go move the bodies. But they left the Neptune Society Columbarium there. If you go there and visit now, you'll see a lot of the cremated ashes of famous people still there. And again, this goes all the way out to the 1800s. And it's a pretty cool place to visit. I mean, I would advise you if you're from a, if you're San Franciscan, live in San Francisco, big historical part of San Francisco, I would definitely go visit that place. But it's a cool place, very spiritual. The last time I went there, I went there maybe twice. And I wasn't, yeah, I was a little freaked out because there was a lady sitting in one of the rooms and she just kept looking at me and just kept looking at me. She freaked me out, freaked me out a lot. But that's the Neptune Society of Columbarium. Again, this is in the avenues here in the Richmond district. The next one is a San Francisco Art Institute. Believed to be built on top of a graveyard, the San Francisco Art Institute is said to be haunted with those below it, with reports of screams, footsteps, and ghostly sightings. Now, I went ahead and did that podcast uh, vlog as well. I couldn't really go into the building, so there's this building, and in the building, there's like this tower. It looks like a church steeple almost, and a lot of people, they would say, is it is it haunted? Is it a haunted building? Is it one of those places that's haunted? It's a really scary place. It's an old building. And when I was there and I did my vlog about it, I couldn't really tell if I was hearing noises from the building or if I was hearing noises coming from just the neighborhood around it. But it's an old part of San Francisco. It's over there like below Russian Hill. But it is 
kind of scary. And a lot of the kids who go to school there has mentioned that they were hearing a lot of sounds. What the sounds were? I don't know. The next one. Sutro Baths here in San Francisco. Sutro Baths again built in 1896. One of the largest indoor saltwater pool in the city. After many tragedies, Adolf Sutro decided I want to build this pool overlooking his mansion over there at Sutro Heights. Only for it to lose itself to a fire. That whole Sutro area from the Cliff House to the Sutro Baths was notorious of always having fires. So it was either someone who didn't like Adolf Sutro, didn't like his beliefs and his I'm going to take over the city attitude. They decided to burn the place down. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know if that place was burned down on purpose or if it was an accident. But if you ever go to the ruins, it's called the Ruins of Sutro Baths. It's at the most western tip of San Francisco. It's at Land's End. If you ever go there and you go down to the bottom to where there's caves, when we were younger, we used to call it Cat's Eye. So the reason why we call it Cat's Eye is because if the caves were lit up at night and the ships were coming in, all they would see is two glowing eyes that look like cats from a distance. So they gave it the nickname Cat's Eye. Those caves are no longer accessible. There's one cave that is accessible. And I'm definitely sure since this was built in the 1890s that that place is haunted. Creepy little haunted area. It's a nice place to go during the day. Even if you go during the day, it's still a little creepy. If you go at night, it's even creepier. We went there a few times at night when we were younger. Try to make it down to the caves. Now, that's all I got to say. Now, remember, San Francisco was built in the 1800s. With the Chinese coming over here to work on the railroad, the Irish migrating over here from Ireland, and then the other parts of the of United States with everybody moving over here, San Francisco was established in the 1800s. So would it be haunted? Yes, it would be haunted. Is there a lot of haunted areas? Yes, there's a lot of, a lot of haunted areas. I'm only going to talk about the haunted areas again on this list. And again, I'll share my personal experience with you guys if I've ever seen or heard of, or anything like that. The current theater here in San Francisco. So this says back in 1993, the ticket taker at the theater was robbed and killed on site. Supposedly, the guest today is reported seeing him linger around the lobby waiting for you to take your ticket. Now, that's a little creepy. That's a little creepy because in 1933, everybody was dressed different. He probably had the full ticket taker suit on. And for him to go around asking you for your ticket when you already paid your ticket with things the way they are now, everything is digital. So that's a little creepy. The current theater, if you ever watch any shows there, Les Miserables, Miss Saigon, one of the big famous theaters here in San Francisco, just be look, be on the lookout for the ticket taker. He might be there asking you for your ticket. And if, even if he does, you better give it to him. You better. The next one's called the Monroe House. The hauntings of Monroe House began the first day the family moved in in 1851. The haunting scared the owner so much, 
So they held a seance to get rid of the ghosts, but only did they didn't realize they just drew more figures in, dubbing the house the house of demons. Monroe House, kind of a scary house to think about. I believe this house is in the Pacific Heights neighborhood, I believe. I mean, I'm not 100% sure, but it, anything, again, anything in San Francisco, anything here in San Francisco, if we're talking about haunted areas, haunted sites, again, San Francisco, this was built in 1851 from what that article says. 1851. So 1851, if that house was built then, there's a possibility that there is definitely a ghost still living there. Maybe. Maybe. It's just one of those things where if we're sitting here and we're looking at houses, you know, I think the house is now called the Winter Mansion. Whittier Mansion. I'm sorry. Whittier Mansion. But it's known for the Monroe House. So this is on the corner of Jackson Street, again, the Pacific Heights neighborhood. Kind of scary. Scary. Next one on the list is City Hall. City Hall in San Francisco. All right, that's weird. I had to pause this podcast for a minute because I was talking about the ghostly encounters. And when I got to City Hall, my computer just stopped. So I don't know if it was the Monroe House, the Whittier House, or any of the ghost things that I'm talking about. Now I'm getting goosebumps and I'm really freaking out. Okay, we can do this. We can do this. But again, the San Francisco original city hall was burned down in 1906 earthquake, which the current structure was rebuilt in 1915. Since then, the city hall has been seen shares of hauntings and disturbing events, one which includes an assassination of Mayor George Moscone and Supervisor Harvey Milk. So there's rumors going around that they still hear their voices walking around the halls of City Hall. And if you've been around City Hall and you've been there, everything there is pretty, it's marble, I believe. And then if you watch any of your ghost stories or your ghost facts or anything like that, ghost is really attached to marble, right? So marble, when it's around there, when there's ghosts around there, it's really hard for a ghost to leave because it's attached to the Marvel marble. I keep saying Marvel, not Miss Marvel or Captain Marvel, marble. So if there's any ghost in City Hall, whether it's the ex-mayor, the ex-supervisor, or just anyone there who attached themselves for working there, even in the original 1906 earthquake, it is it is a scary spot to be. It's kind of eerie. Again, if you ever go there, there is a basement down there. If you ever gone down to the basement of City Hall, that's where the creepiness is but if you go down to the hallways from where you get married to where there's what little court you have to do it's a creepy creepy sight trust me i know next one on the list this is the queen anne hotel this is not far from where i live originally built in the 1890s used to be called the mary lake school for girls the Queen Anne Hotel is a historic Victorian mansion that is said to be haunted by some of San Francisco's friendliest ghosts. The head, um, the headmistress of the school is said to still linger the room 410 with picking up items that has fallen, tucking on guests in their bed, and helping them get back to sleep. Now, I try to stay at the Queen Anne Hotel, but that room 410 is always unavailable. 
And for me to try to stay there for the night and for the price that they're asking you to stay for the night when I literally live less than a mile away, it's kind of too much. I mean, I'm a ghost adventurer. I love the ghost, but I'm not that big of a ghost adventurer that I'm going to say I will stay there and stay. If you guys want to fund me and help me stay there and help me pay for the night to stay there, I'll be more than happy if someone helps me pay for that night for that room to stay there. But that Queen Anne Hotel, there's a lot of stories behind it. Supposedly, the man of the house um, had an affair with one of the mistress or one of the ladies, one of the school teachers, or I believe it could have even been the nanny of her, his kids. When he found out she was pregnant, he didn't kill her. That's not, that's not the story. He didn't kill her. He sent her away. He made her leave. And she left, never coming back. And her room is supposed to be 410. That was supposed to be her room. And with her never coming back, they said she lived the life. She enjoyed her life. But when she passed away, all her memories stayed with the Queen Anne. So she stayed. She went back there and she haunted the place till this day she's haunting. And when they say the most friendliest ghost, nothing deceivious, nothing crazy like that. Just again, her maybe like tapping on the door, her making sure that you're tucked in. Um, and then there's a rumor going around that if you're a female and you're a couple, if you're the female, she picks on you a lot. So I don't know why, but that's the rumor. That's the rumor. I'm sticking to that rumor and that's what it is. All right, the Presidio, Fort Point, the Mansionary Seacoast Fortification. So this is right underneath the Golden Gate Bridge. There's this big fort down there. This is scary, but all of Presidio has ghosts with it. Also, the National Cemetery is one of the biggest cemetery, national cemeteries here in San Francisco. And that area, there's been a lot of ghost hauntings as well. The old Letterman's Hospital is now called the Letterman's Digital Arts Center. It's run by Lucasfilm. That hospital used to have a lot of ghost sightings. And my friends who got jobs over there at Lucasfilms later on, they would always say they can't do certain things by themselves because, you know, um, they do see a lot of ghosts. And not just inside outside that I've, I've heard this story of a person walking down there's this little there's this little pedestrian bridge that goes from one building to another and you can actually look down onto it's a little park or it's a little walkway and i've heard rumors of them walking down or walking over that pedestrian bridge and then they look out or look down and they see what looks like ghost just standing there talking, not looking at them, but they're dressed, you know, in old World War, maybe even Civil War attire. But they're, you know, they're there. They see them. So the Presidio, all the Presidio, if you guys watch again, go ahead and watch any of my, any of my vlogs. I talked about haunted areas in Presidio. I talked about a haunted church in the Presidio. I talked about the Officers Club in Presidio. So Presidio alone, not just this area, Presidio alone is haunted. The next one is called the Chambers Mansion, built in 1887. The Chambers Mansion is a Victorian-style home whose owner once deceased passed the house to his niece. The nieces did not get along and soon find out one of them cut half the house inside, physically claimed 
half of the house was haunted and the other half wasn't. I've been to this house. This house is a little creepy looking. I didn't go inside the house. I did a, I did a vlog about the house, but it is there. It is an scary looking place it's a scary looking area here in san francisco it's definitely a place for you to visit if you want to go there now again these places are occupied people live in these places so if you go there just remember it's an they're all occupied and if you go there saying hey i want to go check out the ghost i want to see if the ghost is there be respectful be respectful it's it is it is part of san francisco history they do a san francisco ghost tour in san francisco but be respectful don't don't go ringing doorbells asking for that um the next one is called the whittier mansion this i talked about this earlier rumor is that the whittier mansion is housed by german spies during world war ii the ghosts of these german spies are believed to still roam the mansion to this day visitors have also said They've seen bald butlers roaming the hallways and the ghost of a lady sitting in a chair. Now, that's creepy. To me, that is creepy. And the only reason why it's creepy is because World War II was a big turning point in the United States. And if you had these German spies who were living there and they were doing things for Hitler and at the same time trying to live an American life. I mean, it's just a scary, scary thing to even think about. Um, that one is also the Whittier Mansions, also the Pacific Heights neighborhood. Um, all these old mansions, these 1800, 1800 mansions were also in there. That, that one's on Jackson and, let me see, Jackson and Laguna. And you can't miss it when you look at it. It's like literally right there. It's not that far from the Spreckles Mansion. Spreckles Mansion is on Washington and Octavia. That's another haunted area as well that we, we can talk about another day um one day we will not today but yes that is the Whittier Mansion now the last one on the list I'll give some honorable mentions as well the last one on the list is the Golden Gate Hotel now it says now while the Golden Gate Hotel isn't haunted there is a unique hotel in San Francisco that was built in 1913 provides a beautiful historical look what it felt like back in those days the rooms offer both style and comfort convenient amenities and again this is this is the hotel website so this is goldengatehotel.com so they talked about what they think is haunted areas in san francisco now i don't disagree with them they are haunted here in san francisco um would you visit these any of these areas would you go to any of these areas um i wouldn't I mean, it's just, you know, I've been to the Neptune Society. I've been to Alcatraz, um, been to City Hall. Those are really scary areas here in San Francisco. Go on Presidio. Now, one one list they didn't have is Golden Gate Park. Now, I did a couple vlogs in Golden Gate Park. There's a, there's a vlog that I've done that's at the Conservatory of Flowers. If you go towards the end of the Conservatory of Flowers, there's a tunnel that goes underneath John F. Kennedy Drive that takes you from one part of the street to the other side of the street. And I was doing a vlog there and I was messing with the echo and I was going echo, echo. I was doing all that echo, echo, echo stuff. And then I heard this little kid go, hello, hello. And it was creepy. It was creepy enough to me that 
I don't even, I don't know. I don't know why I even, I went out and I went to go look to see if there was a little girl there and there wasn't, there wasn't, there wasn't, there wasn't anybody there. Again, that was creepy to me. That was creepy enough to me to where I can say, you know what? Why am I here? Why am I doing this? Why am I looking for this? I mean, it's just one of those things where we get so into what we're doing. And sometimes when I do a vlog or a vlog and I'm walking around San Francisco and I'm showing you guys parts of San Francisco. And I, when I come to editing my vlogs, when I'm going there and I'm trying to get the right, you know, everything together. And then I finally edit my vlogs. I'll hear a disembodied voice in my vlog. I will hear, I'll hear it. I'm going to let you listen to one right here. So this one, I'm going to pause the music. I'm going to put this up. So this one is me inside Golden Gate Park. And I'm going through the tunnel. Again, I'm saying echo, echo, echo. And then you're going to hear it. That's going to be me talking. Then, then you're going to hear a lady, a little girl go, hello. So just, just listen. Imagine you're here at night and you're in this little tunnel and listen to the echo. So those people behind me, they were walking behind me. So that's the voice you heard. That's the little, eh, you heard in the beginning. But then as soon as I got here, I turned around. There was nobody here. So if you watch the video, I'm doing a 360 to let the viewers know that nobody's here but me, right? So listen. Echo, 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 echo. Again, people who decides to graffiti their names. Do you hear that? There's nobody in the tunnel. I just did a 360 around the whole tunnel and there's nobody there. You heard her go, hello. There's nobody there. I'm looking in this video. I'm looking down the tunnel. I do a 360 to make sure there's nobody around me. Now I'm underneath the tunnel. So there's nowhere there's going to be sound from coming, coming from up top. You know, a lot of people is like, hey, maybe that came from the top. But if I'm sitting in the middle of the tunnel, there's no way I'm going to hear that sound from up top because it's coming from up top. So the only way I can hear that is if the person was either standing next to me, in front of me, or around me. So let's listen to that again. Again, people who decides to graffiti their names. Hear that? Hello? Graffiti their name. Graffiti their names. So that right there, again, that's a scary, to me that was scary, that was inside one of the tunnels by the Palace of Fine Arts. It was one of those, again, one of those incidents where you i didn't know i didn't know it was there till i realized i was doing my editing and then when i finished my edits i was like whoa you know you if you saw me editing this video all you would have saw was me like i just saw a ghost you just saw a ghost eric i didn't see a ghost i heard a ghost i heard one all right this next video clip that i'm gonna let you listen to again these are voices that I caught later on. All right. And these are all in San Francisco. This one, I'm at the, the San Francisco Yacht Club. I'm in the marina. And it was a day after we had that orange sky. The sky was orange. It was blood orange. It was nighttime, even at six in the morning. You guys all remember that back in 2000, 
18 or 19, I believe that the wildfires caused the, all the smoke to cover the sun here in San Francisco. We were all freaking out. You know, we thought it was the, you know, ends of days and all that stuff. So I went out there and I went to go show you guys that it was cleared up. And all you can see is the Marin Headlands, the Golden Gate Bridge. And then I caught this weird voice. So listen. East Bay, Alcatraz, something we did not see for the past couple weeks. You hear that? It said thank you. It said look out. It said something. Here, I'll, I'll keep rewinding it. A couple weeks. Thank you. Past couple weeks and that's a voice again if you watch my video if you go back and watch this vlog there's nobody around me i'm using a mic that's clipped on my chest it's a lapel mic so that way you can get the good audio sound there's nobody around me and there's the ocean sound as you can hear but let's listen to that again we did not see for the past thank you is it saying thank you couple weeks thank you a couple weeks again this was in the marina the marina green san francisco yacht club area i was over there and i was just watching the waves i was listening i was enjoying and for that to happen it was kind of a freaky it was a freaky thing for me it was a freaky thing for me to happen because again i didn't hear all this till later on when i was editing my my videos and when you hear stuff like that, it is kind of creepy. This last one that I have, I'm on Green Street. I'm on the, the building. Corner. I'm on the corner of Green, and this is where Marvel likes to film all their movies. I was talking about um, the Incredible Hulk uh, episode. I was talking about the Hulk, not the one with Ed Norton, the other one. Um, and there was that scene where Hulk comes back in San Francisco, and all the cops surrounds him. I'll wait for that cop to pass by. All the police officers surround him, and Ed, and uh, Hulk is standing there. So this is that area, and then I'm in the middle of the street, and I'm walking up Green Street. So I'm at the bottom of Green. I start walking up, and then I get this voice. Listen. The building that was owned by Hank Pym, and they're coming up, they're coming down this street right here, and coming down this street. You hear that? So I was talking about Ant-Man. I apologize. Talking about Ant-Man. I did the I did the Green Street so many times. There was different vlogs that I did there. So I was talking about Ant-Man and the Wasp and how they were coming down Green Street. Again, I'm in the middle of the street in the video, and all you hear is "Get out." I, that's what I got. Tell me what you guys get. Right here, and coming down the street. Get out. Get off. And coming down the street. Get off. That's all I'm hearing. Get off and coming down the street you can see that in the background again i didn't hear this till i got home and i was doing my editing and then usually when i edit i don't put headphones on usually i just edit on my ipad i'm listening to everything on my ipad and i don't really hear anything till after now this is all in san francisco these are all san francisco locations none of these areas was mentioned in any of these stories that people were talking about here. And, you know, yeah, your Queen Anne, your Sutro Baths, your San Francisco hotels, all these stuff, these are definitely haunted. But the areas that I talked about are three areas that wasn't brought up here. Marina Green, 
um, the Green Street and Golden Gate Park. Golden Gate Park, I would definitely, definitely think is very haunted. Very, very haunted. And the only reason why is because, again, there was, you know, it used to be an internment camp um, during the 1906 earthquake. They placed a lot of people there. And that's where a lot of people decided that that's where they're going to be because, you know, their their houses were all destroyed during the 1906 earthquake. And then just to imagine the 1906 earthquake on its own. How many people died in the 1906 earthquake? How many people passed away during the 1906 earthquake? How many people passed away trying to build the railroads, railroad here in San Francisco? How many? I bet you a lot of people died. There's a lot of there's a lot of morbid history that San Francisco doesn't want anyone to know. I mean, from the Letterman's Hospital to the hotels here in San Francisco to you know buildings. I mean, you know, this was part of the Ohlone tribe, right? The Ohlone tribe was a tribe um, that was that was in San Francisco before. You know the before San Francisco was getting established. If you look all over the Presidio, if you look, go down the West Coast, it's all over there. Everything there is all about the Ohlone tribe. And they're always talking about how the tribe established themselves here in San Francisco. So that's one. And another one they don't talk about here is the chapel, Mission Dolores. There's a church there. It's called the Mission Dolores Church. And below there are, below the basements of there is a little, I don't want to say it's a crypt, but they used to use that area as an embalming room. So if you, if you're in Mission Dolores and you're walking around there and you decided, and if you've been to Mission Dolores here in San Francisco, if you look to the left of it, if you're looking at it from the outside, you go to the left of it. There's a there's a little cemetery there. I'm reading this from one of the travel sites right here. The bodies were stored in the basement of the gathering mansion. Oh, gathering Ganting Mansion. The chapel where they did the embalming. They call it the embalming room. Employees working in the area have often spoken about paranormal activities where they experience exploding bottles, echoing footsteps, people talking in the background, even a shadow walking around the corner just for them to find out nobody is there. San Francisco is definitely haunted. Is it more haunted than any other place? It's just as haunted. We have our shares of haunted stories, and I'm sure... If you ever been to any parts of San Francisco, you're always like, man, this place is creepy. It is creepy. I went to and I did a lot of my vlogs and I talked about maybe ghost sightings. And I try really hard not to look for them. I try not to look for them. I don't try to sit here and try to say, oh, here's a ghost. I'm not that guy where I need that million views. I don't need that. I don't need the million views for someone. You know, I, I do a nice, honest vlog and I talk about what I see, I talk about my interest here in San Francisco. And then for me to see or hear something in any of my podcasts or in my vlogs, it is creepy. It is creepy. And again, there's a lot of places in San Francisco, not just 
the ones that were mentioned that's haunted we can eat that's just san francisco we haven't even gone outside the bay area yet outside san francisco if you go outside san francisco you got a lot of haunted places you have castillo de amoroso the winery up in napa rockville park in fairfield that area is haunted and napa again the greenwood mansion another winery up there um there's just so many black diamond mines in antioch sweeney grill and bar in brentwood gravity hill there's again there's so many so many haunted areas um would you visit them i would i wouldn't mind visiting them i wouldn't mind going out there and checking some of these places out just because it is a cool it's a cool thing you know for you guys who don't like ghosts or don't want to you know have that ghostly experience it's probably not for you but i wouldn't mind checking it out i wouldn't mind doing that and again there's so many vlogs that i've done where i'm walking in the middle of the presidio i'm walking in the middle of golden gate park and i see nothing i hear nothing and then when i get home i get all you know i get what i just played for you guys i get that little haunting experience of someone saying like hello or get out or get off i mean you guys heard it what was it what did i hear creepy yeah it's creepy it's scary scary enough for me to say i don't know what i heard scary enough for me to say man is this real scary enough for me to say you know geez you know and it's not it's not you know your your conjuring type hauntings it's not any of those hauntings it's not any of that that's scary hauntings poltergeist amityville horror me and joe did a podcast about the most scariest movies that we you know are scary movies and amityville horror was on there only because it's it was real something really did happen but you know these are hauntings nonetheless you know i have co-workers that talks about little haunting experience at their house this is here in san francisco then i come to find out that the area that she used to live in live in before she moved away was once part of the cemetery the cavalry cemetery there was a house on somewhere i forget what what street it was but it was near rossi park if you're from san francisco you know where rossi park is it was like where the avenues begin it's in the richmond district here in san francisco they were doing a reconstruction of the house they were doing all these things and the guys who were working on the ground when they tore the ground apart they found a little coffin of a little girl still preserved still you know those back then for some reason they wanted to put glass over the coffin so we can see them so she was there still preserved you can tell it was a little girl and they had to find out who she was where her family was buried and just imagine if they moved the cemeteries in the late 1800s early 1900s and they forgot her they left her behind while the rest of her family was moved to coma just think about how unstable her 
spirit was. That's a scary spirit. And you know what's even scarier is a lot of my friends who are cops, SFPD would say they would always pick up a little girl driving around or walking. Looks like she just got out of bed and she's walking lost. She's not, she doesn't talk. They ask her if she needs help. She just nods her head. Yes. She gives them a little note that her address is Lorraine street. And when they drive down to Lorraine street is before they make that turn to get onto Lorraine street, they look in the rearview mirror. She's always gone. Creepy. Lorraine street is the same street where that columbarium is. And that's the same area where they found the little girl. It's coffin. So whether that little girl was there or if that little girl is the one that was in the coffin that's going around trying to find her way home. That's kind of scary. It is scary. It's one of those things where it's like, am I seeing this little girl? Is this little girl the one that, that was lost for the longest time? Is it? Is this the same little girl that we just found her coffin that's roaming the streets of San Francisco in her pajamas? Was it? I don't know. Creepy. Yes. Creepy as it is. Creepy as it sounds. Yes. Very creepy. But San Francisco is haunted. Last week when I did my podcast, or in the last podcast I did, I talked about just how haunted Disneyland was. Disneyland alone, everybody knows Disneyland is haunted. Everybody knows Disneyland is haunted. And everybody knows it's Walt Disney's ghost that hangs around Disneyland. Everybody knows that. We all know it's Walt Disney. We all know Walt Disney's the one that's haunting that area. Maybe even some big Disney fans that's haunting that area that they said, when I die, this is where I want to be. We don't know if people are walking around putting their ashes or having their ashes around Disneyland. We don't know that. We don't know. But San Francisco definitely haunted San Francisco is definitely one of those areas where you can walk around San Francisco you can walk anywhere in San Francisco and whether you thought you saw something or not you know I have friends and I worked in the hotel business I saw and heard things in the hotel where you don't know if you hear you're hearing something when you're walking down these hallways you don't know if what you're hearing is something you're really hearing, something you think is there, something you don't think is there. It's just a lot of creepy things here in San Francisco. Is San Francisco haunted? Yes, it is. San Francisco is haunted. There's a lot of things that still needs to be discovered here in San Francisco. There's still, there's still spirits roaming around Golden Gate Park whether it's Golden Gate Park, whether it's the Presidio, whether it's downtown San Francisco, there's still a lot of things that needs to be discovered. You know, there's they talked about that one spirit in Disneyland where she walks around Main Street and she guides lost children to the lost children area so she can be found. If you walk around Golden Gate Park at a certain time, at a certain night, you might see 
a person just like that, dressed in old school attire, dressed in old San Francisco attire, walking around Golden Gate Park, strolling around Golden Gate Park, making sure that the people there are enjoying themselves and having fun. Now the people are trying to close Golden Gate Park for good. They're trying to say, we're closing Golden Gate Park. We're going to make sure that Golden Gate Park is closed forever because we don't want nobody driving around there. We don't want anybody there, you know, messing up. This. They want it to be for pedestrians only, but they don't know the repercussions and they don't know the history of that park. They don't know what they're doing and what they're doing could affect the spirits that's been in that park a lot longer than them. They don't know that. Is it going to happen? We'll see. I mean, these spirits, we all know, once these spirits are agitated, once these spirits are, are annoyed, or you just annoy the hell out of them, everybody knows these spirits are going to act, act in a way where you're going to be like, oh man, I never should have done that. Oh man, that never should have happened to me. But then again, the city officials who wants to keep the park closed, they don't know. They don't know what's in store for them. They think that the city people, the people are going to be like, oh, we're going to have a lot of people upset. No, they're going to see pedestrians getting hurt, walking in the middle of nowhere, getting pushed for no reason. All these things that they're trying to avoid from cars they don't realize that the spirits of Golden Gate Park are a lot stronger and more forceful than the cars that you're trying to block away. So with that, we will see what happens. We will see what happens moving forward when Golden Gate Park decides that they want to close their streets to cars and vehicles. We're going to see what happens when they say, Yes, we're never going to open this park to vehicles again. Again, the power of these spirits that's roaming around San Francisco is still here. So many times that I walked around Golden Gate Park or Presidio or even just the street when I used to work at a hotel on Market Street. And I used to stand on Market Street in the middle of the night just to get some fresh air and just to just stand there. And then for me to see or for me to wonder if that's a ghost that just walked past me or what the hell was that that I just felt. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of that here in the city. But it is creepy. It is scary. But it is part of San Francisco history. It is one of those things where all we can do is just enjoy the city for what it is, grasp the spirits who's been here longer than we have, and then just go with the flow. They're not here to scare us, because if they were, we wouldn't live here. We wouldn't move in. 
if there's some areas in San Francisco or some houses in San Francisco where you know it's haunted and there's a knocking on the door and toilets flushing and the lights going off and on, they're only doing that because they probably lived there before you. They just want to be known, want you to know that they're there. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Enjoy. I would definitely enjoy. If I had a ghostly encounter, not in my apartment, please not here, anywhere but here. If I had a ghostly encounter at work, the work that I, the building that I'm in right now, the building that I'm in right now, and this is what a lot of people don't realize, and I try telling them, the building that I'm in right now used to be a mortuary. There's two mortuaries down on the Visadero. It's called the Zion something cemetery. There's one on the corner of Divisadero and Geary. It's a Jewish cemetery. And I remember growing up, there was two of them. I was like, yeah, there used to be two of these. Where, where's the other one? Then I realized the other one is where I'm working. The other one is the building that I'm in right now. So is that scary? Yes. That is very scary to me only because what used to be there is no longer there we moved in or the building moved in and everybody knows when a ghost is agitated because of something they were used to they will find a way to let their let people know that there's a ghost here and they will probably do that. I mean, they already have. I've seen them a few times. I've heard them a few times. And I try not to scare my coworkers, but they're there. They're there. They're right there. All right, guys, that's it. That's enough scaring for the moment. I did have this other podcast that I want to talk about. I think I'll save that for the next podcast because that one's a little more on the upsetting podcast you know me i like to gripe i like to be upset i like to like do that kind of podcast but i won't talk about that till the next podcast but this podcast has been fun again you know i go around and i ask everyone to tell me what they want me to talk about and again raul reached out to me via instagram and said yo e can we talk about san francisco and this haunted areas and i told him yeah i would but you know there is a lot of haunted sites in san francisco so i'm not going to touch on all of them i'm only going to touch on some of them so until then we're not going to do that we're not going to talk about you know certain things but again i want to thank you guys for always supporting me for you guys who supported me in the past and continue to support me on a daily um you can support my channel by you know donating to my my um my podcast channel you can either go to anchor and support me on there you can you know go to the anchorfm.com um slash eric b and then go there and then donate you know something there or you can go to my patreon account my patreon account i leave links to my patreon um and all the descriptions that i have or the daily vlogs podcast.myspreadshop.com if you guys want to go there um for some reason the bag one of the bags that i have it's called the uh, the catch the spread sh- the spreadshirt clitch bag. Those are all gone. So for you guys who went out there and you bought everything from that, I want to thank you guys. Thank you guys. But I think they're just out of stock from what it looks like. 
I'm looking at the website. Yeah, the rock stock. Um, but if you guys bought those, thank you. Thank you. Shout out to Patrice who did buy some things on my podcast. Uh, shout out to the cleaning lady staff who bought some shirts from from my site as well. But again, the day the, the daily vlogs podcast You can buy all the gear there. Um, and thank you guys for listening. You can catch this podcast on all podcast platforms: Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, and much more. But until next time, I want to thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for being supportive. Thank you guys for listening to this whole ghost story, San Francisco treat. But until next time, thank you. The podcast has ended. Go in peace. Now I can't end my podcast with rocking music. A scary music, scary music thing going on. on so this is happy music, the best of the blackbirds. I like this song. Somebody asked me if I'm going to do a musical podcast soon. I might. I will. Spotify did change what they can play and what they cannot play. So it's hard for me to just say I want to podcast about the song. Because Spotify has been a little strict on that. But if you guys want to listen to music, music podcasts, go ahead and let me know. This is Happy Music, the best of the Blackbirds. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to The Daily Podcast with Eric B.